0: What's up guys, welcome back to another Tense Fitment Podcast episode. Today I'm going to talk about how to get physically ready for competitive tennis and this is the episode number 43, I'm very excited about it, so let's get into it. So I believe this is a very, very important topic and something people should pay attention more because after all tennis is very very physical sport and I would say it's at least 50% so being ready and prepared in good shape physically it's almost 50% of your overall performance so this is why I believe it's crucial to kind of pay attention here. And today I'm gonna talk about six different important elements of being in good shape for tennis. And I, w- I will cover all the areas of fitness that I believe are extremely important and essential You know, to give yourself a chance to perform at some higher level and more advanced tennis and play competitively. So the first part I'm gonna talk about is the base. So you need to have a good base and that is, you can think of that as endurance through intervals. So important thing to understand is that tennis is a endurance sport with sprint intervals. So you need to become a beast in terms of running intervals and i would recommend that you start with running 1 kilometer intervals and you can start with 3 sets and then maybe increase to 4 or 5 sets and try to keep this for a couple of weeks where you would do once a week this kind of interval training and every time you try to you know improve your time per kilometer it really depends where you stand with your fitness but slowly eventually you you would decrease the distance so you would go to 800 meters and eventually to 400 this is already more advanced and here we talk about like a like a long sprint 400 meters will be sprint and uh, just to give you an example when i was at my peak in in junior times i would i would do like 10 sets of 800 meters and the average time was around 2 minutes and 40 seconds per 800 meters. So, if you think about this, it's it's very, very fast pace. And, uh, yes, I was was a beast. Uh, It was always one of the top times, you know, and top performances in tennis, even worldwide, because I had my my fitness coach, he had all the stats, and uh, we really did a good job there. And, uh, yes, again, I would recommend to do endurance training maximum once per week. So here when I say endurance training, endurance, I mean more like a longer distance. So that's like anywhere from 30 minutes to one hour. And uh, this can be also like a decent pace, not just jogging. You can kind of push a bit, but don't do too much of this long distance running because that would just make you slow if you do it too often. You should work on different types of intervals. Repeated sprints, you know, with short breaks. Uh, You can do suicides on the court, on the tennis court, you know, touching all the lines with 25 seconds break because between the points in a match you have 25 seconds and uh, you do the, the hit interval trainings, high-intensity intervals, uh, drills on court with the racket, you know, with, with short breaks. So this will give you kind of that base. And the goal is to be able to play exhausting three sets, matches without running out of gas, you know, because sometimes this poor fitness can can really be the reason for... For losing and uh, if you think about it that should not be the reason because it's in your control you can prepare and you should never lose a match because lack of fitness okay now the second very important thing and part of your physical preparation for competitive tennis will be playing other sports and this is very very useful and I highly recommend this because through by playing other sports, you develop your coordination, footwork, and many other things. I will talk about it in a bit. But in general, really, really big advantage is if the player has played some other sports, especially with the ball and with a lots of movements, such as basketball, soccer, volleyball, etc. And uh, just to give you an example, uh, when, I w- when I was a junior in our regular schedule we had Saturday soccer as a part of our fitness training so I was really looking forward to that and actually everybody was and we really had fun but at the same time this was really really good exercise and we became you know, quicker, we were able to track the ball better you know, improve that hand-eye coordination and uh, many other things. And, uh, yeah, just to name a few, apart from coordination, you would also improve perception, anticipation, very, very important for tennis, sense of movement, you know, change of direction, overall agility, footwork, the fitness in general, but also very important part here is the, the Competitive drive, right? When you play some other sports and you compete, you know, you kind of learn to to get competitive, especially if you're on a team, even though tennis is more individual, but... You know what I'm saying. You can also include tennis soccer, so no rackets, and uh, only kicking the ball over the net, and you use one box. I used to play this a lot with my peer, Pierce and especially one player I, I, I used to train a lot, almost every day. And um, in this occasion I say hi to him, Dejan Katic, Deki. And he was he was an amazing player. Two years younger, but we trained together almost every day when I was 13, 14. And we would play at all these games, mini tennis games, before we started training. So the tennis soccer was one of them. And uh, yes, you can also add you can invent some other sport, you know. You can mix up other sport with tennis. So another thing that I like to do with my players, I let them play tennis volleyball for the warm-up. The best is with four players and only using the mini court, and they, they have to kind of pass the ball each other to each other and then, you know, play with a touch. So it's also a lot of fun and you kind of work on that. Creating angles, some tactics, and uh, soft hands, of course. You should also include exercises that train your reaction, such as catching balls thrown against the wall. You know, somebody throws the ball and you're just facing the wall, you have to catch them, or you can can get some of those devices with the different signals, like uh, blinking lights, and you have to react and touch them. So this kind of things really, really help a lot for your fitness in general. Now, the number three. And this, I would say, equally important for tennis fitness. I made a list of six parts and elements, but probably each one, each and every one is very, very important, so you have to pay attention to all of them. So this one, I want to emphasize that you have to get your quickness, agility and coordination to to the best levels possible. And the the thing I do first, when I have a lesson with some player for the first time, is to check their movement on court, agility and hand-eye coordination. So if someone is beginner or had started recently, I would always give an advice to quadruple on the movement and improve the footwork, because this is something that's kind of really, really the base. I talk about the bass in the beginning and this is more for competitive levels, you know, the, the intervals and this endurance, but in general for a beginner you have to improve your movement and quickness on the court. Why? It's the most fundamental element in this sport, in my opinion. Because without movement you cannot play, basically. Technique should come after. And you can think of like this, even if you have if you have Roger Federer's forehand, Novak Djokovic's backhand and Isner serve. Well, okay, if you have these this shots, you could probably, you know, play at a decent level. But I want to say, if you have those shots, but you cannot move, you still won't be able to play at that super high level, right? So the technique comes after. You can have the best techniques, yes, but if you cannot move, you cannot really play. On the other hand, if your technique is not perfect, but your movement is world class, you can achieve quite high competitive tennis. So this is my main point here, right? If you improve your movement and quickness on court, you can really reach good levels. And finally, the footwork is something you can always control in matches. This is very important, right? Because on some days, you won't feel your forehand, you won't feel your backhand or any other shot, you won't feel the the greatest in terms of playing, you know, points. But the movement should always be there, unless you're, for some reason, extremely exhausted and tired. But on, a, on an average day, you can control how you move. So it should be your cornerstone, something to be aware of all the time and put all your efforts to bring it to, bring it to the highest level possible. Right? And you have to be super fit to do that. So this is also important. It's easy to say focusing on footwork in matches, but what if you're not fit? right? So, that's that's the challenge, you have to prepare, you have to be ready for that. So, once you bring your fitness to the highest possible level, there's no worries about this because you can always move and put your efforts in that area, so that won't be the problem. So, you should also do a lot of footwork and agility drills on and off the court, with and without the racket. This is important, there are so many, uh, you can and you should search online on YouTube. There are many great channels. I think we also have some on our YouTube channel, 10Fitman tennis Simples, uh, some tennis specific drills and footwork drills on court, off court as well. So you should check that out. Next up, number four. And again, this is not in the order of importance. It's just how I put the order here. So you gotta work your... Core, extremely important for every single shot in tennis and for the movement, we are engaging core and by that I mean abs and back together. So not just the front part, not just your abs and six back and this, but also the back, the lower back, upper back as well. So yeah, it's one of the most important parts of body for tennis, if not the most important. And uh, every single shot you perform, yeah, uses the core as the main power source. Well, yeah, I could say that, you could say that, but you could also discuss on that. It's, it's a bit relative because obviously it starts from the legs, from the ground up, but the core, you know, the, the, the coiling, uncoiling, this really engages the core a lot. It's the cornerstone for keeping the balance at all times and in any position, you get into. Balance is the key for consistency and control of shots. right, this makes sense. When you're in a a good position and you can keep calm, stable, you can also control your shot. And this is where the core is playing a big role. So things to focus on here, and what I would recommend. Work on your core every day, upper, lower, side, abdominal muscles, and at the same time, the, the back. So you have to kind of balance it with, the, with both sides. And you should mix exercises and do some variations of all of them. Some days, you know, you should go for more intensity and power. Other days, go for more like core stability and endurance. So it, it's, it's a little bit different type of exercises. And uh, here we talk about core, right? So sometimes more intense, more power. Maybe you can add some weights and make it a bit more difficult. And other days, just more stability and, you know, becoming stronger with, with endurance, such as plank, you know, holding the plank for a while, different positions. The next thing the, to focus on is to have a test challenge days, you know. On some days, every now and then, try to test yourself. For, for example, the plank, that's my favorite. Well, not the favorite, it's really, really exhausting and tiring and painful, but you go for as long as you can, and it's also a mental test, right? Because you will reach, soon, quite soon, quite early, you will reach the point where, oh, it's very uncomfortable, and then this discomfort turns into the pain. For me, this is around third or fourth minute, believe it or not, it's like, yeah, it comes very early, and then you just have to withstand the suffering, that's it. Uh, The next thing to focus, do core at the end of your workouts and follow it with good stretching. This is something I kind of applied in most of my workouts, unless I would do some circuit training, then I mix it with others, but usually towards the end because that's when it's the most effective, you know, when you do it at the end. And last but not least, the crucial thing, always balance your abs workout with lower back exercises. This is something I already mentioned. Uh, Because if you don't do that, if you only do abs and you kind of get lazy, you don't want to do back, you will have the back problems. There's unequal strength, you know, and uh, again, we have to balance it. Very, very important. The next up, the number five, the fifth element, I call it power and explosiveness. And this is the gym workouts and, for example, stairs. Because tennis is a very specific sport, right? It requires both strength and flexibility, which is kind of, you know, counter things. If you see this, like average guys in the gym or girls, they, you know, work on heavy weights, they're kind of strong, but usually they're very weak in their flexibility. So for tennis, you have to have both. And then also you have to have speed, but also endurance, which is also kind of in the opposite direction. If you have sprinters, they won't do too much of long distance running or vice versa. So, tennis is very specific. It's very tricky to kind of prepare in the right way. So you definitely need to work on your power, both upper and lower body, and explosiveness. So I recommend gym sessions anywhere two to three times per week, well planned. You know, use some heavier weights with less reps, maybe six to eight reps, a couple of sets. This is for power. And again, this is also depends on your age. If you're too young, I would say if you're below, if you're still teenager, like in the early teenager years, like 14, 15, you still need to be careful, you know, uh, if, how much weight you're putting. You should not do too much weights. But let's say you're kind of a teenager going towards the adults, like 17, 18. You can do some heavier weights, so that's for power. And then if you want to do more stamina and endurance training in the gym, you will do 10 to 12 reps, again for a couple of sets, 3 to 4 sets. You should do a lot of jump exercises, a lot of stairs, workouts. So there are a lot of great sessions, great plans, great exercises, and you can, you can search all that online and kind of make the plan for yourself. And also, you should work on your ability to accelerate and decelerate, which means stop quickly, as well as change your directions. There are also many, many good exercises, uh, including this box jumps, you know, jumping on the box, jumping off from the box, down, and then, you know, lateral jumps or forward. And uh, with, with some resistance bands, I'm still uh, discovering new ways to, to work on that. And it's, it's super fun, you know, learning more and getting a better picture of, you know, how to get better in shape. And you can always get better. And uh, it's quite fun. So I highly recommend you to kind of get into it and plan some sessions. Make a plan, not just for day, per week, for a month, and then, you know, tailor that based on your tournament schedule or matches. So that's also important to consider. And finally, I'm going to talk about the sixth element, the sixth part of the preparation and again last but not the least, absolutely not the least, flexibility and stretching after every single training. And even more than that, not just after the training, you can also add some extra session, it's never enough. It should be part of your daily routine and more importantly part of your every training, right? You should dedicate at least 10-15 minutes after each and every training, workout for good stretching, covering all parts of your body. Ideally you want to have one additional stretching in a day, morning or evening, it really depends on how you feel, how your body feels and yeah in general you should listen to your body. If you feel you're a bit more tight in some area you can do, spend more time stretching those muscles, and also depends how your day goes. Evening, in the evening, you might also feel that you know you need some stretching before sleep. Sometimes I do that, and it really feels good. And just want to tell you why stretching is so important. So if I explain it this way, maybe you will grasp the importance and uh, the significance of this element and take it really, really seriously. Number one, it prevents injuries, right, because muscles get tight during trainings, if you don't stretch them out, you will have much higher risk of injuries next time. This is really black and white, it's binary, right? If you stretch, you reduce the risk of injury, so I think this by itself should be a good (coughs) motivation for you to do stretching regularly. Number two makes you more agile stable and with more balance improves your ability to reach tough balls This is also so crucial, right? I think once you once you kind of accept this and Become aware of it how it's important I believe you will take it more seriously number three It serves as a type of cooling down and even meditation if done with proper breathing technique, right? There are certain breathing techniques and also calms your body and mind. For me, stretching sometimes is often, you know, almost like meditation. It it feels so good and my body just craves for it and also my mind because it's a a peaceful time. really feels good. Number four makes you feel like a new person after lighter and more energized, which is also true after some tough workouts and, and intense sessions. When you do a good stretch, you really feel like a brand new person, right? You kind of, the muscles get more recovered and uh, yeah, you will be more ready for next time. So that will be it for today, for this episode. I really enjoyed it and I hope you did too and that you found it useful. And, uh, just quickly, to do a recap for today, you know, how to get ready physically for competitive tennis. I broke it down into six elements. The number one, you need a good base. And that includes endurance through intervals. So, running one kilometer distances for a few sets in the beginning, and depends on your level, you can increase, you know, the pace and then slowly reduce the distance. Go to 800 meters and then 400s. Very very important because it matches the match like match like situations where you like you know have intensity and then you have breaks and you need to endure for a couple hours. Number two, playing other sports it helps you so much to improve your coordination, perception, anticipation, sense of movement, change of direction, and in general fitness, but also competitive drive. Very important. Number three get your quickness, agility and coordination to the best level possible. I mean, this is crucial, right? How we move on court, it's really the biggest the biggest element in a game. And again, if your technique is not perfect, but your movement is great, you will still achieve you can achieve high high competitive level whereas if your movement is not that great, technique really cannot help much because tennis court is big, right? So, you got to do that. Number four, work your core. This includes abs and back together. Almost every single shot in tennis engages the core. Not almost every single shot does it. So really take it seriously and dedicate a lot of time on it and prepare different sessions for this. Sometimes more intense, sometimes uh, work more on stability and endurance but definitely have to keep it as a daily routine. Number five, power and explosiveness, gym workouts and stairs, right? Focus on building that strength with a bit heavier weights, less reps or through some jumps on the stairs or on the boxes and uh, you have to improve your ability to accelerate and decelerate and change directions. And lastly, number six, flexibility, do a lot of stretching You know, after every single training plus one additional session in a day would be great, and you need to make it as part of your daily routine as well. Take it super seriously because it's super beneficial. Preventing injuries makes you more agile, stable, and with more balance. It's great to cool down and sort of meditation, and also makes you feel better, like a new, brand new person. That will be it. Thank you so much again, if you really found it useful and interesting please find a way to, to give me some feedback. You can send a DM through any of the social media platforms, preferably Instagram and you can find me just, you know, if you search for 10fitman or my name Milan Krinatin and also all other social media platforms, you can check it out, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, definitely check out all the other episodes on our podcast platforms, I believe we have interesting interesting subjects, you can also get some value there, and finally, the YouTube channel, if you haven't subscribed so far, you should do it, check it out, more than 200, 250 videos covering all the topics, and yes, again, some useful things there, hopefully, So, that's it. Once again, thanks for listening, thanks for all your feedbacks and support. I hope you take this one seriously and maybe make some notes and you will get ready physically for your upcoming matches and tournaments. Until next time!